Howdy. Hey. How are you, man? What's going on, man? Just hanging out, man. Just drinking some water. That's good. Had some coffee. Some Latin food some coffee. Latin food coffee. If you've never had Latin food coffee, you should try it. It's really good. It is very good. It is, but you got to be careful because it will burn will your tongue. your mouth. Fashion, you think? Yeah. It is real hot. It is hot. But also very worth it. Mm-hmm. I put mine in a coffee cup when we got back. But worth it still. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say you're missing out because some people don't like hot drinks, and I get that. But I will say. Try it. Top five favorite cup of coffee in town for sure. So, Pastor, how are you? I'm great, man. That's good. You had a good day so far? Yeah, it's been a pretty good day. Recording this a little bit a, later, but yeah, good day so far? Mm-hmm. Everything's going well? I think so. That's good. That's really good. Did you, did you run this morning? or? I did. Yeah, I got That's a little good. workout this morning. and That's good. Um, it was a little chilly, but it was good. Yeah, and the cold weather's here, man. Hopefully. I saw something the other day that said that there might be a cold streak like low of 30s, high of 50s before too long. Man, that'd be crazy. So, praise the Lord, I received that. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about cold weather, but. Yeah, I, like cold. I, I don't like when it's pretty cold in the morning, and then by the time it's like noon, it's like 80 degrees. Because then it's like. I don't know. Just with, I mean, you could like wear like a sweater, like something, like a light cardigan, whatever. And then it's hot by you know afternoon, so that's not my favorite. But I like cold weather because it's big boy season, and I thrive in layers, mm. different things like that. So I mean, you may relate one day. I don't know. <laughs> you may not. Yeah. No, I, I like cold weather for sure. I'm sure you like it because you can be in the woods and it's a little bit cooler. Yeah, I, yeah, that is that is very true, very true. I don't like it like early in the morning when I get up to run and it's like 40, 30, 40 degrees. That's just not fun. I don't know. I don't know how that feels. <laughs> Man, jumping into some questions, uh, more so really one question and then just some dialogue. Um, Sunday you talked about three practical ways to make disciples was go, tell, and equip. Why is it important that we see those and how they play out in our lives as we reach people? I think one of the things that's important to look at and kind of how we walk through all these is like to, to realize that like the, the call to make disciples is not like an either or of like you, you pick one of these and one of these is disciple making, but like all of these are, are the, a part of what it means to make disciples. And so we're all called to do all, you know, we're all called to make disciples. Um, but just to know, like, I mean, obviously it requires us to go, to be missional, to be, you know, intentional with relationships, whether that's personally in our own life, where we are, in our city, in our town, to the world, to, you know, all those kind of things, mission trips, those kind of things. But also it's like evangelism, but it's also equipping and discipling and helping people grow, whether that's intentionally, sometimes informally. Um, and so I think it's good to see kind of a well-rounded thing of this idea of, of what it means to make disciples because it's not just this idea of evangelism, even though that's a very big part of it. And it's not just equipping people, even though that's a really big, you know, that it's all these is what goes in to make a disciple. Um, and that it's like, I think, which is kind of frustrating, but it's it's a lifelong process. And so like even as I asked the question, like I think all of us should – ask a question like who who's pouring into me and who am I pouring into and that should be a question for the rest of our life until we go to be with the Lord you know so we never stop being a disciple we never stop needing people to pour into us to disciple us no matter how old we get or how much we know or have been you know around the things of God and uh but how we need to be you know pouring into other people so 
Um, I think that's it's good just to see like the the big facet of what it means to make disciples. I think this series has been good in the life of our church. At least, I mean, for me personally, it's been good. Um, as we stepped into this this series called Steadfast, what were your thoughts? What did what, I mean? Was there anything that you were hoping that we would see in this that would kind of stay in our minds or anything like that? I think someone came out came out of of praying, just kind of asking the Lord, like like, what is it that you want to speak into us? For, you know, in this season, and you know, one of the I kept hearing the words kind of steadfast because I think. And I think it's just, I don't know, I mean, I think it's the reality, but I think it's also just just seeing how just this season has had the tendency to make people disengage, to not really press in, to press into the Lord, to, to really desire community, even though it's weird and awkward, like to make it a priority to the making disciples. Like just to, as a church, I guess sometimes, it, I don't know, I, that was kind of my big concern and really what my big prayer was through this series is like, like church, this is not the time for us to shrink back. This is not the time for us just to be like, well, you know, I just there's a lot going on in our world for sure, but this is not the time to shrink back. And so I think I think that's that's my somewhat of my fear is that, and of course, I think statistics are showing that that just people are just checking out. You know, people just aren't engaged. People just aren't committing. People aren't showing up. People aren't making it a priority. And so I think a lot of it was just a call to be reminded of like what you know this is what's got to happen, you know, for yeah. uh, just for this season. And, the, you know, I, mean, I don't know what the future holds. Um, and so I think that was a lot of it. Yeah. If you could give us one line. Um, the first week we just kind of looked at the call to be steadfast and we looked at being steadfast to Jesus, being steadfast in community, being steadfast to the mission of the church. If you could give us one line from each, what would they be? Um, I'll start with the three. I'll just kind of do the three because the first one was like a general, just this is the call to be steadfast we see in Scripture. Um, and I, I'll say this before I do each three. Like I think, and I, I'm, I, I want to always try to be, I think I'm a simple guy and I just want to think through things simply. And it's like I think these three things, like honestly, like if we do these three things, then I believe like we're going to be right where Jesus wants us. I'm not saying we're, we'll be the perfect church or that we won't have problems or that it won't be hard or it won't be difficult. But, like, I really, like, if these three things, and that was kind of my thought through all this was, like, as I was praying, like, like if, like, these three are what we need to be about. So uh, first one is I think just we just need to make a priority and remember that that all of this is about loving Jesus. Um, second one is I think the to see the reason of why we must be committed and devoted to biblical community. And as we said earlier, like, if you're not committed, biblical community won't happen, and uh, and so I think there's that call. And then last week, you know, or this past week, as we looked at, is just um, I think the reason why we must be steadfast in the mission of like we cannot, as a church, lose sight of the mission that God has given us to make disciples. Yeah, it was good, man. Um, as we walk through it, for you personally. Um, was there anything that was like, man, that's that's something that my heart needed to hear or like in your study time and in your own preparation time with the whole month? I think it was the second one the um, of why um, we're to make loving Jesus the main priority because I really I, I think everything else flows from that um, because I think if you, if you lack there, mm. it's going to affect everything else. Um, if we don't have a love for Jesus, a passion for Jesus, 
Uh, well, if you're not committed to Jesus, why in the world would you be committed to one another? You know, why in the world would you be committed to people? Why, why would you be about the mission of of being uncomfortable and being missional and intentional? Like, I think all of it. I, I mean, I it sounds super simple, but I like I think all of it ultimately flows from a relationship with Jesus. And if if that is not a pursuit of ours, then I think it affects everything else. And so for me, that was. If I could pick one of of all, just like, hey, y'all, keep going back and listening to this one, it would be that one. Yeah. Just and or and I would just say personally for me, of what I need to be reminded of, you know, similar to what's the Mary Martha, you know, uh, Mary goes sits at the feet of Jesus and Martha serving, doing all these things. Says Martha, Martha, like you're worried and concerned about a lot of things, and the things that's necessary is the thing you're not doing. Um, what's I think is Second Corinthians eleven three says, you know, I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the Satan that you would be deceived from a simple and pure devotion to Christ, and so I think this is this is where the this is what I think the enemy wants more than anything is to take our eyes off of Jesus and our love and our devotion to Jesus. And so I would just say, I mean, I think everything else will flow from that. And so um, I think that was probably the biggest impression for me on the series, um, where I felt. Not, not, not that it's like, oh, I'm good on the other ones, but I think like ultimately it all has to flow out of that love for Jesus. So, absolutely, man. As we look ahead, we're stepping back into Matthew. Um, this next section of Matthew, do you have anything you want to share about what we're what we can expect as a church as we begin walking through this next part? Yeah. So this new section is called Kingdom Come. Uh, we'll basically be looking at from coming out of the Sermon on the Mount, chapter eight. And then we'll basically be, this series will go through all the way up until um, probably the Last Supper, you know, like before, a little before his triumphal entry, um, until when we get to kind of the passion, the resurrection. That'll be a whole different section. But um, this is kind of really seeing Jesus, like he's just taught about the kingdom. He's been born. The king is here. And so we'll really see, as it's called Kingdom Come, of him laying out. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see him display characteristics of the king. I mean, we'll, healings, uh, casting out demons, teachings, parables, narratives. I, I mean, it'll be, I mean, it's going to be, a, uh, there's a whole section on the end times. So, I mean, we're going to hit a very wide variety of things, um, which I think will be good. And, and I would just say for anybody listening, I, I think I'm going to say it Sunday too, but just to everybody know the, the, um, it'll be divided up differently a little bit, so we won't take, like if you look in your Bibles, there's different subheadings, and some sometimes we'll follow that, but sometimes subheadings don't necessarily follow the whole thought of what's being communicated, and so sometimes we'll take bigger chunks, like Sunday we'll take a bigger chunk of Scripture Sunday um, to kind of complete the whole thought that's going there. So, But I'm excited I'm excited about jumping back into Matthew, and um, I think the study of Matthew, I've, I've enjoyed it so far, and so I think I think it'll be good to be back in Matthew and walk through the gospel, and um, anyway, it'll be good. Yeah. Well, for our final question of the day, um, the know your pastor portion, um, I feel like we both grew up on movies and different things like that, and probably primarily Disney movies, um, at least me, and then probably we got our DreamWorks and different things like that, but that's neither here nor there, because the point is Disney movies. Does Disney include Pixar? Uh, I think so. I no, I mean, I know it. I know wrong. it includes. I know it is a part of it. But it, when you're asking this question, yes, yes, it, it includes. Okay, it. all right. What Disney character do you most identify with? Hmm, that's kind of hard. Disney character do I most identify with? 
Well, that's kind of hard, man. man I, I, I hate how these questions are like, I don't know them, you know, so I don't have time. Fun time. I don't have time to think about it. Disney character that I most. Man, I, I, I don't know, man. I guess, uh, can I go with, I don't want to say Simba, but not Simba, but not, well, but it's not, uh, you know, I can't relate to that my whole life. I don't know. I was thinking of like Simba or, I don't know, I want to say like Aladdin. I just like the Aladdin movie. Yeah. I, I love Aladdin. I really what, do. I'm, I'm interested to know which one Kirsten would think you're more like. I don't know what she would say. I have no clue. Um, you don't you don't feel like a like a Gaston pool? Maybe not all the mean. He's stuff. a jerk, man. He's so, a I jerk, mean, but like, <laughs> I mean, looking at the lyrics, no one's slick as Gaston. No one's quick as Gaston. No one's next as incredibly thick as Gaston. I mean, hey man. I mean, I would hope I wouldn't out, be Gaston. Just in the world of working out. You, you might be guest on. Uh, I hope not. I'd rather be the to, beast. Do you want us to make you a song? <laughs> no, nah, I'd rather not no be guest on. Fit as as James. <laughs> no, nah, I'll I, I work I, on a door. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. I, yeah, I, I hope I'm not guest on. That be the beast. That would be. Did you get a magical flower in the mail? <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be the beast than guest on for sure. I feel like y'all should. I feel like y'all should do that. Like y'all should dress up for Halloween as that. Is hers bell and me the beast? Let you be the beast. Let Chapel be the clock. Piper could be Miss Potts. Yeah, or uh, what's the what's the what's the little cup? Teacup. Uh, I can't it? remember his name. I can't remember his name at all. Yeah. My wife probably knows. That's her favorite Disney movie. Well, all right. Well, Gaston. John yeah, Smith <laughs> from Pocahontas. Yeah. Have you ever heard the wolf cry <laughs> to the blue corn moon? Hey, man, that's a good one too. Other than like invading colony, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see possibly. I don't know, and then I'm like, I'm trying it. to think of all the. Maybe I could be. Who's the guy from uh, Snow White that kisses the princess? Prince Charming. No, that's from Cinderella. Oh man, What's hold on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. In in. Well, I was thinking of Once Upon a Time, the show, and it is charming. It's charming, but yeah. I was thinking that was Cinderella, but maybe not. No, Cinderella is somebody else. He had the ball. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. Well, man, I'm glad that we know that you don't know. I don't. I don't know. You Aladdin? You're just a street rat. Actually, uh, you know what? Can can I? I let's yeah, just, you can go let's ahead. just any character. I'll be Batman. <laughs> I didn't know if you'd be Oliver from Oliver and Company. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I wear James and the Giant Peach? Hey, man, that works too. Or maybe somebody from the Disney Channel movies, the guy from Luck of the Irish. I don't know. Little basketball player, yeah. maybe if you put it in the football. Probably, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Well, yeah, we'll go with that, man. We'll go with, we'll go with Aladdin or Batman, <laughs> okay. or like a mix of Aladdin and Batman, like a street rat, but Batman a little bit. I yeah. get that. Yeah. I mean, I understand with Batman, a lot of people like him, but realistically, if you lock Batman out of the Batcave, he's just Mark Cuban. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody has their own <laughs> thoughts. So it's very true. Well, man, thanks for sitting down. Um, this series is a great series, I think, in the life of our church, and I uh, can't wait to continue in the book of Matthew just to see um, the miracles. I, I know you had joked at one point, like, you know, a few weeks ago, it was like, this could get crazy. We don't know what this is. This is, this is healings. This is interactions with demons. This is explanation of the law, all kind of stuff. So, like, 
it, like you said earlier, we're gonna we hit up. Be, we're gonna hit all. I mean, the end times. We're gonna hit. Par- I mean, so it's really gonna be a lot of things that we're gonna hit. You know, absolutely. Um, we're gonna be all over the place. We man. are for sure. It's gonna be good though. We're looking forward to jumping back in, man. You got anything else you want to share today? Hope everybody has a great day. Man, what a good guy. Yeah. Nothing like Gaston. Nope. <laughs> all right. He is wearing a yellow shirt though, and I think Gaston wore a yellow shirt underneath his red jacket. So nothing else. All right, man. Well, thanks for sitting down with us. And thank you for listening to another episode of Tuesday Take.